Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. We are excited to bring you uh, the episodic, the animated episodic, My Year of Dicks, which is having its world premiere at South by Southwest this year, 2022. And we're sitting down with our largest posse so far and our most international. We have someone uh, all the way from Reykjavik, Iceland. So uh, we have our director, Sara Gunnarsdottir, and our writer, showrunner slash talent, right? All three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pamela Ribbon. Mm-hmm. You and then and then our our main star here, Bree Tilton. Thank you so much for being on Bitch Talk, everyone. Yeah, thanks for having us. Oh, yeah. Thanks, thanks so much. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll start with you, Pamela, because this is based on your memoir that I need to hear more about. <laughs> so so why don't you introduce our audience to my year of dicks? OK, so when I was in high school, I, I wrote a lot of letters to boys and I kept all the first drafts like you do. And, um, I'm, I'm sure you know where yours are. And, uh, then I started reading them out loud at, um, performances and book readings and the, the internet. And it turned out there was a, a small audience. <laughs> for it. I'm very good at making people go oh, and like hold their face. <laughs> so, um, so that became a book called notes to boys and other things I shouldn't share in public. And then FX approached me about, turning that into an animated series for Cake, which is their um, incubator uh, for new animators, upcoming filmmakers. And I was like, okay, let's try this. So the pilot got picked up to series and and that's how I got um, paired up with Asada, my like I could not like as soon as I opened up her portfolio, I was like, I'm in love. <laughs> I'm going to write her a letter. <laughs> that is such a rare story, Pamela, because everything came to you. You didn't mm. expect from these, you know, embarrassing. The boys didn't. The letters. boys didn't. Let's be clear. <laughs> Let's be clear, Angela. <laughs> but it ends up a win. It ends up a win. Mm. Yes, yeah, so overnight many decades success. What, do, what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So now I want to turn to Sada and, and Brie here. How did you uh, become part of this project? And, and were you fully, were you fully in when you, when you heard about it? So yeah, FX approached me and they sent me like a couple of shows. They didn't send me all five and uh, said they were looking for someone to helm this. And I really liked the writing and I was, I definitely wanted to do it right away. Then and Pam picked me, yay! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of I, I auditioned, so I did the whole uh, process, which I am not a stranger to. But I am a stranger sometimes to hearing good comedy. So I remember when I recorded the audition for this. Like, I'm I'm the type of person that if I audition for something and I don't get it, I won't watch it out of spite. Um, but when <laughs> I auditioned for this. I sat with my roommate who read opposite me and I was like, this show sounds really good. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, this, this is really funny. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch this. He goes, even if I don't get it. I'm like, yeah, no, even if I don't get it. And that's how I knew it was going to be great. 
Uh, so when when I they came and asked me to be involved, I was elated um, because it's so funny and I I relate so much to the character of Pam and like I kind of I didn't end up even really doing a character and then I met Pam and I was like oh yeah there it is we we are the same person we are like, you're, like the three of us have sort of melded <laughs> the past year into one kind of identity and that's okay. Yeah, I like it. Absolutely. It makes me feel never alone anymore. <laughs> oh, you are not alone. And it's, yeah, all of it just came flooding back to me. You know how people always say, oh, to be young again. I never say that. Right. Like, I'm glad I made it through those years. And this watching this is reminding me uh, everything about that. And I'm kind of, I'm happy to hear, Brie, because, you know, I, I don't know everyone's ages here, but I'm a little older than you. I'm happy to hear the younger generations can relate to this too, with all the access you have to internet and yeah film let's call it yeah. <laughs> i'm glad that you can still relate to sort of the fantasy of of it all of the crushes and, and things like that oh absolutely i was a very romantic child so like the the entire idea of her kind of just falling into her own world with each boy is yeah that, that checks out <laughs> yeah i was also really happy to see i mean just on this interview alone but in front behind the camera, you had a lot of women leading leading the way. Uh, did did you all have time to commiserate about your own stories, and how did that influence the production of this? That's a good question for Sada, I think, because she yeah. had to approach it. I mean, she certainly had to learn a lot about me <laughs> <laughs> very very quickly and deeply. But yeah, we all were were pretty vulnerable, I think, with our own like this is it is like this because i would ask i was like, anybody needs to tell me if this is beyond normal <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like free therapy for you there pamela sure you are not alone <laughs> yeah how was it for you for you sada to step into pamela's world um it, it was i mean it was super intriguing and and yes relatable and i think what like one of the main reasons i really wanted to do it is is how relatable it is and um and I like I feel like so much um content about uh teenagers today is so much through the phone and through the internet mm -hmm. and it's I I was I'm really happy to get away from that but still it's it's still the same feelings it's still the same you know drama it's like it's all the same but we, we, we don't have to I like that we don't have to experience it through the text and through the screen. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. And I'm glad you brought that point up because it's also about growing up too fast. Right. I mean, I haven't watched Euphoria, but you know, I hear about all these stories that are out and it's really refreshing to know that stories are being told of the importance of this sort of romantic fantasy phase, but also when when that becomes a reality, then sometimes it's it's gross and it's not, you know, it's not satisfying. Yeah. But that's okay too. We're still trying to figure it out. So I think it's really important, especially for young girls, to watch things like that and be like, oh, okay, so it's not all going to be roses and and not everything's going to be fun. And if it's not fun, then that's a red flag, right? That's great. You took that yeah. out of there, yeah. Yeah. I love, I think what I always loved about it was it felt like there was no shame. Like that there was no shame associated with like the feelings that she was having or the experiences that she was having, even when they went poorly. Like, it's like, yes, you are allowed to feel these things and you're allowed to try these things and think these things. And sometimes they're going to suck. And sometimes they're not going to go the way you thought that they were. Ah. <laughs> but you know what? You always <laughs> are going to like be okay. 
Yeah. And, and I think often normal. when we, and it's okay oh, for things to go poorly. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel often when we think back about these things and we are ashamed of it, like you say, there's like, Oh, like I was so dumb. Like what was I thinking and stuff, but it's, it's nice to just go back there and yeah, just have no judgment and just, you know, just, we all go through this. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and on that note, uh, can you talk about uh, the young men that are part of this project and sort of directing them, writing for them and acting with them? You know, it, it's not necessarily their fault either. They don't know what we're going through. It's like we're in completely two different worlds. So mm-hmm. can you talk about just the process of dealing with how you were going to treat the, the male characters in the story as well? Yeah, I do hope they even the ones that come off even the ones that are the dicks, it's, it's kind of understandable <laughs> how they got that way. And I, we found during the auditions <laughs> that we would say, well, you know, you're kind of like, and he, the, he, they all just were like, yeah, I know that guy. I got it. And, and you know, like I, <laughs> they weren't telling us if they had ever been that guy, but sometimes you could tell like, man, I kind of know where this might be coming from. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was the same way with um, in animating it with all of the artists too, like bringing out, their sensibilities when when we were moving into different genres and tones and just being like, oh, I I fell in love with this kind of film or I fell in love with this kind of boy. And there's just little touches throughout that, you know, is everybody's everybody's little. Yes, I was there too. Right. Sorry, you can, if you can hear my dog, I can hear it. <laughs> no, that's good. Okay. <laughs> so so what's next for my year of dicks? You're you're at South by you. It was picked up by FX. How can people find it and, and where can they follow you? Oh, we're at my year of dicks on internet and Instagram and Twitter. Can you Should believe- we be Googling that though? I don't know. I don't want to know what's going to come up. Um, I mean, don't don't image it. search for Pete's sake. Yeah. <laughs> specific yeah. social media search bar. Very specific. Um, surprisingly, it wasn't taken, which I just cannot believe. Um, but we have that. And then, um, as soon as we're done in Austin, we're heading over to Reykjavik to go say hello to Sada. Oh, exciting. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. So you'll all have a reunion and you, you get to celebrate your success together. That's great. Yeah, that'll be fun. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with us. Thank you for sharing this really sweet story and honest story. Uh, again, we've been talking to director Sara Gonarstotir. Uh, writer, talent, and showrunner Pamela Ribbon, and our talent Bree Tilton from uh, the animated episodic My Year of Dicks. Congratulations, everyone. This has been fun. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, that was great. I mean, it's one of those things, it's like you see the title and like, I don't care what it's about, we're going to cover it, you know? (laughs) If they respond to the email, we're covering it. it. Yeah. Yeah. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions. 